century, the chief chemist of the U.S. Department of Agriculture, a guy named Harvey Wiley, started throwing these really elaborate dinner parties. He was inviting all kinds of people, he wasn't making anybody pay for the food, everything was free, it was prepared by a top chef, he used locally sourced ingredients, and there was just one catch. All the food was poisoned. Well, I mean, kind of poisoned. Basically, he was one of the first people who said, you know what, we're using a lot of additives, and I'm not convinced that they're not bad. And in certain doses, maybe really small, insignificant doses, maybe they're okay. But where is the line where these additives become harmful to the human body? So he wanted to actually test this on people. The thing is, is that he was inviting people over for these elaborate dinner parties with this really tasty food, and they knew. Like, these people volunteered. They said, yeah, sure, we'll get poisoned, that's fine. What he would do was all of these meals would be prepared with various levels of these additives. And each time there would be a little bit more and so he would be able to determine at what point the people would start to get sick. Now what's important to note here is that he was actually pretty much a flagrant misogynist and he thought that women were basically stupid as hell and he would not allow them to be part of the experiment. So fine, it's just a bunch of guys sitting around trying to be stoic as they get really severe food poisoning. There was about a dozen men at a time and they would sign on for a year. They were screened pretty thoroughly by Wiley and they had to be of like high moral character they had to be sober they had to be super reliable and they also had to agree not to sue the government for damages if they died <laughs> so like okay that sounds great so they had three meals a day which I mean on the surface it's like okay they're probably really tasty except they don't really get to enjoy them because half the time whatever the additives are and the levels of the additives in the food they're basically going to immediately vomit it wasn't exactly like a fun time I mean they got to feel like they were contributing to like important scientific research, but also Oh my god, that sounds awful. Before they would even eat a meal, they'd have to have their vitals taken, they'd have to get weighed, they had to provide hair samples, stool samples, urine samples. It was a very involved process. So the thing is, is that actually not all the food was poisoned, and the people wouldn't know. They knew something was, because they knew why they were in the study, but they wouldn't actually know necessarily what food had what poison in it, or, or what level it was. Therefore, the people who were actually preparing the food, like these like you know executive chefs who were preparing the meals, had to try Try to conceal the taste. So like if they were adding um, borax, which was used to preserve the shelf life of meat at the time, that has a very metallic taste. So the challenge for the people preparing the food was to obscure that taste so that the participants wouldn't detect it and then therefore not eat enough of it to get sick so that Wiley could find out what happened to them when they ingested it. But what was interesting is that even after the people in the study started to be able to detect the taste of borax because it it was very, very hard to conceal. It turned out that that was actually one of the least poisonous additives that was in the trial. It definitely gave them symptoms, especially as it built up. So headaches, stomach aches, other digestive pains. Then like when they moved on to things like sulfuric acid, saltpeter, formaldehyde, which had been used to try to slow down the spoilage of milk, copper sulfate, which was at the time used to turn canned peas into a 
more palatable green color. Today it's actually used as a pesticide. These things actually proved to be way more toxic than the borax. So at first Wiley was like, I don't want any of you guys talking to anybody about this. Like don't go to the media, like don't talk about it. But as he started to actually figure out that these additives, which were very commonly used and very widely used and being used uh, at levels that were clearly harmful to people, then he started to say, actually, you know what? We need to talk about this and we need to tell people about it. And so by 1906, his efforts and the willingness of all of these people to be poisoned actually got Congress to pass the Meat Inspection Act and the Pure Food and Drug Act, which were among the first federal laws that standardized food safety measures. And they were known kind of colloquially as the Wiley Act. He achieved what he meant to achieve. He got people to pay attention. And then get this, this guy who was truly misogynistic, what did he end up doing? He became a tester at Good Housekeeping Magazine. <laughs> he like He left the Department of Agriculture and he went to work for Good Housekeeping the most prominent women's magazine of the time and he goes and works there. Go figure. As for the men who were in the study, anecdotally, nothing bad happened. Like, there's no long-term follow-up that specifically looked at their long-term health to see if they had any complications, but in terms of those who spoke to the press or or just kept in touch with each other, nobody seemed to have any serious long-term side effects from the experiment, except we can assume probably a lifelong aversion to bleach. <laughs>